Adelante, pásele, joven, quesadillas, sopes, gorditas, tostadas, flautas, pambazos, tlacoyos, tacos de bistec. De este lado los atendemos, pásele, quesadillas, lucha a sus órdenes, joven. Hello everyone and welcome to Max Spanish. This is a place where you can speak and sound like a real Mexican. My name is Adan. Today is February 13th, 2022. And in this episode, today, first of all, it's going to be very special because I'm going to be sharing this episode with my mom. Here's my mom. Say hello. Say hi to the audience. Hola. Hola. She's my mom. And today we're going to be analyzing one of the one of the things that are very cultural in languages. Um, and those are the fillers, the filler words, those are the, the famous filler words that are used for filling up a conversation that doesn't mean anything, but they are good for us to, when we are thinking on an argument, when we are not sure about something, or, well, we're going to see uh, some more uses. And, well, with my mom, I'm going to be asking her questions in Spanish. She also is going to be answering in Spanish for you to see how to use those fillers in context. Well, not necessarily for you to use it, but for you to know uh, when a person is using a filler word, you're going to see that doesn't have any meaning. Some of them have a literal meaning, but like este or pues or como, but at the same time, they, doesn't, they don't mean anything when they are used as fillers. Filler words in Spanish and they are translated as muletillas. And yeah, you're gonna see, you're gonna hear those muletillas a lot. We're gonna start off with the first one that is bueno. Bueno, hmm, bueno is just when you wanna start a, a, an argument. Sometimes when you want to start a conversation, sometimes, and also, it's just when you are thinking. Some of them, you're going to see that they are very similar and depends on the context, depending on the person who is speaking. They may use uh, some of them as... You're going to see that they are very similar. So you may hear one or another. And also is to add something. So in this example, in the first example, I'm going to ask... What do you like to eat? ¿Qué te gusta comer? Bueno, me gusta comer mucho las enchiladas y también, bueno, algo como tacos dorados, lo mexicano. In this example, well, first of all, I ask her uh, what does uh, she like to eat? And, and she, she answered, I liked enchiladas a lot. And also, mm, well, this bueno is like, mm, well, in English, and something like Mexican, like tacos dorados, fried tacos. Uh, well, the second one is pues. Pues is also very used by Mexicans. I think it's, it's something very cultural, and it's used when you're not sure about what you want to say. Uh... This is how we Mexicans are. Instead of thinking, we speak automatically. 
even if we are not certain, with we are not sure about what we want to say. Or something obvious, uh, and you're going to see that. So in this example, I'm going to ask my mom, uh, what are you going to do today? ¿Qué vas a hacer hoy? Bueno, pues acabando de realizar mi trabajo, pues no sé qué me, qué me manden o a, a, qué me pongan a hacer. In this example, uh, she was thinking also. It's very similar to bueno. Actually, bueno and pues can be used together. Bueno, pues, mm, you're thinking on something. You need more time. The next one have the next one has a literal meaning that is este este means this and it's used uh, as a demonstrative for example este coche es bonito esta casa es grande but when it is used as muletilla as filler word it doesn't mean anything it's just used uh, for thinking in an argument and something in this example Um, oh, and also for adding um, adding an example or, yeah, an argument. So in this example, I'm going to ask my mom, what are you going to buy today? ¿Qué vas a comprar hoy? Eh, me compraré unos zapatos y unos pantalones y este, una sudadera o algo así. Did you notice that she said, este, it was like, Um, um, well, that's the way she used that. She needs more time to think on a, an argument on something. She might perfectly use, she might perfectly use uh, bueno or pues instead of este. It just depends on the person. Some people don't use este a lot. Some people use este uh, a lot. It's like the opposite. The next one is The fourth one is como. And como means like. It's I would translate that in English like this, like. Personally, uh, I may use that a lot, but at the same time, I don't like uh, the filler word in English, like. Because it's like if you didn't have something to say, uh, you, you don't have more ideas, Or you, your ideas, uh, yeah, you, you don't have any more idea. So you start saying like, mm, well, like you are not sure about what to say and start saying like. In, in Mexican Spanish, we use como a lot and it's for adding things and also is to diminish the intensity of something uh, when speaking about sensitive things. I'm gonna be I'm gonna give you an example about the first one. Uh, and in this example it's used when you are not sure about about something. You might not remember something so you use como as as a helpful Word. So, ¿cómo es tu patrón o a quién se parece? How is, um, how is your boss? 
What is your boss look like? ¿A quién se parece? ¿Cómo es? Eh, él es alto, gordito, moreno y se parece como a Franco Escamilla. Tiene así como un fuerte parecido. In this example, she's not sure. She, she remembers a little bit that her, her boss looks like Franco Escamilla, a comedian, a Mexican comedian. But at the same time, she's not sure. She's not certain about that. So that's the way she used that. And, well, when we talk about sensitive things like war or feminism or, I don't know, other sensitive things, this como may be used also for to diminish the, the strength of your argument. You perfectly want to say that, but at the same time, you don't want the other person to, to get offended or something like this. That's the way we may use como. Well, also, por ejemplo, por ejemplo, it's one of my favorite filler words because I use it a lot, but I think as any other filler word, it can be removed. When we say, por ejemplo, for example, we're actually given an example, but as I said, it could be removed. So in this example, I'm going to ask my mom, what do you do on Mondays? ¿Qué haces los lunes? Yo hago uh, el aseo y aparte, pues los lunes hay un diplomado y, por ejemplo, yo preparo las recetas, eh, peso los ingredientes y eso. In this example, She wants to clarify. She wants to give an example. And at the same time, she wants a little bit more time to think on something else. So she said, I clean, I clean. And on Mondays, because there is something special. Uh, for example, I prepare uh, the recipes. And also I weigh the ingredients and something like that. In this case, she used, por ejemplo, like, just like, mm, well, mm, it's not necessarily as, for example. The next one could be a filler word or not. It depends on the perspective. For me, it, it is a filler word because mm, you're just, filling out the conversation. Uh, it could be removed. Híjole. Híjole is used to express surprise after a comment or to express that, to express also surprise when someone else uh, asks a difficult question to you. So you're like, oh, well, hmm. Or after hearing, uh, after hearing something um, kind of difficult or sensitive. In this example, I'm going to ask my mom, what do you think about your job? Or at what time do you arrive to your job? ¿Qué opinas de tu trabajo? ¿Y a qué horas llegas? ¿A qué horas llegas? Eh, mi trabajo es bueno, eh, pero me tengo que ir muy temprano porque, híjole, eh... Los camiones ya más tarde pasan muy llenos y pues sí me tengo que ir muy temprano. This example is like, uff, oh, 
Oh no. Uh, she said, "Well, I like it, but I need to arrive uh, very early. I need to, uh, I need to get there very early because the um, the the buses doesn't arrive for." Um, they are full or sometimes doesn't arrive on time and so oof I need to how is your example was uh well yeah uh, oof sometimes because of it I I need to take Uber or I need to take a taxi because uh they don't arrive on time so it it is not good for me it makes me feel so frustrated that is, híjole, uff. O sea, o sea, well, I would like to say that o sea was very used in the past for people who may have uh, money or whose their, uh, their parents have a, a good job. So they have everything. They have, they're very comfortable uh, or they, they don't suffer of any poverty so those are the people who expresses or who speaks like oh well uh you see my shoes they're pressure right um and look at my money i have lots of money on my wallet etc etc those people who speak like that used to say o sea a lot uh you may hear that in mexican uh, soap operas the telenovelas like oh o sea ya viste Something like that. People, uh, especially women, uh, used to be like that. But nowadays, uh, this muletilla, this filler word, is used uh, a lot by anyone, I think. In this example, I'm going to ask my mom, when or what time do your job ends? Uh ¿A qué hora sales del trabajo? ¿O a qué horas termina tu trabajo? Eh, bueno, mi salida es a las seis de la tarde, pero a veces, o sea, salgo de acuerdo a cómo me ocupen o acabe con mi trabajo. No me gusta, um, o sea, dejar nada medias. In this example, she wants to clarify. Uh, o sea, is just like to give an example that she wants to clarify something but it could be removed perfectly. So that's the way it is in Mexican Spanish. And as I said, you will hear that a lot in um, in series, in Mexican soap operas. And well, I have I have some of them that that personally I have heard. Some of them are used by my classmates in the university I'm a student at nowadays. And those are, for example, y así. Oh, I should say that I, I don't know, I, I also hate this filler word because it's like if you don't have anything to say or if you don't want to say anything else. So you say, oh, y así. Y así could be translated as etc. cetera. Uh, for example, uh, me gustan las manzanas y las peras, y así. Or... Uh, a veces me voy a veces me voy en camión a veces en taxi cuando tengo cuando tengo dinero me voy en taxi y así it's like well you 
you don't want to say something else. You actually show that you don't want to have, uh, that you don't want to continue with the conversation with that person. So it's a little bit rude if you use it, I think. Yes, see, you, you don't show any interest on continuing the conversation. And, well, the next one, I think it's funny because we are saying something, but at the same time, we're saying something else, but in the same argument. So you, I don't know, it's, it's, it's used by people who have an idea in their minds. They want to say something, but something comes comes up and they they don't finish, even though they didn't finish their argument uh, first, they want to continue with another thing, but in the same argument. So they are mumbling and it is a porque. You will hear that a lot. It doesn't mean, well, it means like, uh, well, because of blah, 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 or ah, uh, I, I remembered something. I want to say that and a porque. For example, let me think on an example. Um, pues sí, estaba discutiendo muy fuerte con mi mamá. Ah, porque te dije que, que, no sé. I don't know. Estaba discutiendo muy fuerte con mi mamá. Eh, ah, porque sí te dije que ella había comprado las frutas, ¿verdad? It's like, I want to say something, but at the same time, or I'm in an argument, I'm saying something, but something came up. An idea came up and I want to use it. Ah, porque. It's very used by people. And no, but as a question, like no, no, no. That is used for you want the other person or you want to make sure the other person is listen, listening to you. So that is a good strategy. Uh, to use that word, no? That word is, isn't it? Uh, for example, uh, está, está muy mala la situación de México, no? Instead of saying, está muy mala la situación en México, uh, you add that question. That question makes the other person to be active and to answer to you. So, so probably if that person uh, her that person hears, um, no, that is, well, I need to say something. Está muy mal la situación de México, no? That the other person may say, oh, sí, 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 está muy, muy mala. Or something like that. But there is like a, a little difference in saying no and not saying that. Well, I think it. this is all for today, guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you enjoyed this episode with my mom analyzing the, those examples about fillers. And, and yeah, I hope to see you in the next episode. Say, say bye to my mom. Say bye. Bye. And see you in the next episode. Bye-bye. Bye for now.